It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. And then the next season, you're still in. You know what? Look, Kaepernick's going to take the next step. This team's still super talented. We're going to be fine. We've got a good head coach in Jim Harbaugh. We're going to be fine. But then you start to hear, is Harbaugh going to get traded? And you're like, what? What are we talking about here? But there was infighting going on. And there was stuff going on in the back, in, in the background and behind the scenes. And the Niners start out 5-3, and three, and then everything just goes to hell. They end up 8-8. Eight and eight. They don't make the playoffs. And Harbaugh is out. And I always said it wasn't. It wasn't that they got rid of Harbaugh. It was what they did after they got rid of him. Because Harbaugh's a difficult dude. He's a little bit crazy. Things were getting bad in that locker room. And if it got to the point where they felt like this guy has to go, fine. But probably, in hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty. but probably what they should have done is tried to keep things as status quo as possible and promoted Fangio. And just tried to keep things the way that they were as much as you can um, in terms of what they were doing on the field. But they go with, with Jim Tom Sula, <laughs> and, and we all know how that went. And then it's one and done with Tom Sula, and then you go to Chip Kelly, which was really just a wasted season. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure what they were thinking there. They kept Balky. They should have got rid of Balky and started over, but they don't. They keep Balky. He brings in Kelly, and then after that, everything implodes after another two and fourteen season. So the Tom Sula and Kelly years, the Niners go seven and twenty-five. They might have the worst roster in the NFL. They probably did, and they had a reputation where. There was a lot of leaking going on, and they had to give Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch six-year contracts. And at the time, was unprecedented. Now, Kyle and John come in. First season, you have Patrick Mahomes sitting there. You have Deshaun Watson. They decide to go Solomon Thomas with the first pick. Roll with Brian Hoyer and hope they're going to get Kirk Cousins in free agency the next year. Obviously, things end up differently. They trade up. They trade for Garoppolo. They have a six and ten season, and then Garoppolo gets hurt the next year, and it's four and twelve, and you're still kind of feeling like, oh, you know, this kind of feels like more of the same. We knew it was going to be a rebuild, but this is still frustrating. Then you get the 13-3 and three season. That came out of nowhere for me. I thought the Niners would be a lot better in 2019, but I did not think they were going to the Super Bowl. I thought they'd be a playoff team, but Super Bowl, they were ahead of things, but that's great. And you get there, and you have a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and then what happened happened. You know, I wish Debo had had touched the ball more in the second half. But even so, I remember when they were when the drive happened where Garoppolo overthrew Emmanuel Sanders, and the Niners ultimately ended up losing by not scoring there. I remember thinking to myself when they were taking the field, "I'm a big you do or you don't guy, and this is where you do or you don't." Joe Montana and Bill Walsh did Super Bowl 23, 92 yards. They come with that drive to go ahead in, in your legends. You either make the plays there or you don't, and they didn't, and the Niners end up blowing that that point lead. But that was still, you had the Super Bowl in your hands. Another gut punch for this fan base that at this point, since for 20 years now, that's all they've had is either you've been bad or you've gotten you've gotten gut punches. Next season, you throw it out because it was COVID. So many things happened. Again, the Niners have injuries all year. Bosa's out for the season. Debo was banged up. Kittle was banged up. Garoppolo only played eight games. And then you get into 2021 and 2022. Now, 2021, I thought they were really playing with House's money at 10 and 7. They won a couple of ugly playoff games. You know, you got to kind of muck it up. The offense wasn't scoring. They beat Dallas with defense. They made Dak look shook. They beat Green Bay with the block punt in defense. 
and you get to the NFC Championship game again against a team that you've owned, absolutely owned in the Rams. The Rams never beat the 49ers under Shanahan, ever. And they end up losing the game. You get a dropped interception that would have changed things, and, and you lose a close game. Again, just so tough to take. But you go to 2022. And again, early in the season, I'm like, I don't know if this is a Super Bowl team. What were they, 3-5 and five they started out? But then you get McCaffrey. And things start to, are starting to click. And then you have the Brock Purdy situation happen. This guy comes out of nowhere. And the offense is clicking like you've never seen it click before. And you get into the playoffs. And you destroy Seattle. It was a close game at halftime. But then, then you destroy the second half. And you win a tough, gritty game against Dallas. And those games sometimes are even more rewarding when it's good defense, when points are hard to come by, when your quarterback, who's a rookie, seventh rounder, makes less mistakes than the $40 million guy on the other side of the field, when he makes big throws on third and one to seal the game. Those games are really rewarding. So, so they win a game where everything's going well and they're scoring a lot of points, and then they win the tough game. And you're going into Philly, and I you feel good. Philly was a really good team, but you feel good. And then you don't get a chance to compete. You don't even get a chance to compete in the game. So there can be all the talking after about what would have happened and who did what. But at the end of the day, the 49ers didn't even get a chance to play the game because of Purdy's injury. And I think that's the most exciting thing. That may be, while it didn't hurt as bad, maybe, as those other five losses, because it wasn't the last second, it didn't come down to the end because you weren't holding on for three hours said we almost got this you knew maybe right away it was over in a way it felt worse because you didn't get a chance to compete you didn't get a chance to see what would have happened we'll never know never know that Niners team that was clicking is very similar to the team we have this year that's clicking what they would have done or if they they would would have won the Super Bowl so the Niners have six winning seasons since 2023 2003 and in every one of those seasons, to this point, they've made the NFC championship game. And they have zero championships to show for it. That is tough to take. So now we enter 2000, 2023. Like I said, everybody knows what's at stake here. George Kittle said before the season start, uh, you know, he said, we have a lot of highly paid players on this team and ever who have earned that money. And you can only pay so many guys. And we know that some of those guys are at the end of their contracts. And they get the end of the guarantees and that's where things start to move so even kittle knows the team knows there's only so much time left and now is the time to do it now is the time to put all these these things that happened in the past all the things that some of you maybe stay up at night and think about <laughs> i know i still do sometimes the hardest one for me oh god it's like picking uh, 2011 was tough for me 2011 was so tough for me because that was the Niners team that came out of nowhere. And I think for me, you know, growing up again, you know, I'm in my early 40s. So when they were good, they were good. So when I was a kid, so when they won, you, you expected them to win. Well, I expected the Niners were going to be good this year. They have a chance as you have in most of the Shanahan seasons. But through that 2011 team, God. Did I thought they were going to go like three and thirteen that that season, and they go thirteen and three, and there's just guys on that team that you know you really root for. Frank Gore, who, who's just an all-time Niner and just did things the right way. The Alex Smith redemption story. You have Bowman and Willis, who just 
you know, two classy guys who playing at such a high level, Justin Smith, Joe Staley, just these guys that, that you love as 49ers. They came out of nowhere to lose the way that they did. I remember being in a bar, you know, I live in New York. So with a bunch of giants fans and again, sitting there like, don't cry, <laughs> don't cry. It was, it was that hard to take for that.